hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your host, Brianna, Natalie, Kathy, <laughs> and Natalie. <laughs> And I'm your host. I'm going to get my act together here. We don't um, know our names. <laughs> we don't. Who are we? And a huge thank you to our listeners, especially right now. Thank you for joining us. So today we are going to chat about the 10 things that you must have in your refrigerator or freezer at all times. Every day, any day, gotta have it. So now is the time for you to grab a cold drink. Hint, hint. From your refrigerator. Uh, pick up your crochet hook on your knitting needle, grab something to work on, or put on those sneakers and take a walk because we're going to talk for about a half hour. All right, um, let's get started. So what's on your needles? Well, this week, <laughs> I feel so behind right now, but um, I'm still working on my sampler number four. I have one square left of the five to finish, and class was this past Saturday. So if anybody's listening that are they're doing the sampler squares. You're not the only one who's behind. Um, and that's really the only thing that I've been steadily working on because I, I need to finish it because I need to move on to the next one. Um, but I'm still working on the amaryllis cardigan. Still got one sleeve left of the bracken pullover. And um, I actually just got my yarn to start the sheet pillow sample. So that might be on my needles very soon we need one more thing to do yes. absolutely it's the best all right and so i have all the same projects on my needles i'm not even going to mention them right now but what i am doing is i'm working on something else right now which i actually started this about oh more than four years ago um and it is a sock weight hat on size one knitting needles knit three purl three around and around and around. I was going someplace this weekend and I was like, I really need to have a small portable project. Hence why I do love socks. Um, and I didn't have anything. And I was digging through the back of my car, the old brown car, and I found this in a bag. So here I am, I'm working on it. Nice. There you go. There you go. I love that. Cool. That's why it's important to stash projects everywhere you are because you yeah. never know yep. when you're going to need one. Um, I'm also working on my sampler squares. I have one more to go and I'm almost done. So I'm going to be putting number four behind me as well, Brianna. <laughs> and then I am going to be focusing on two at a time socks this week. So I'm excited to get back into my sock knitting. Love socks, love socks. Well, these are all great projects. A lot, a lot to do. We are never bored. So let's do this and let's jump in, jump into our topic. I'm pretty excited about this. Um, the 10 items that must be in the refrigerator or freezer at all times, because I am that person that I just have to walk over to the refrigerator several times a day and open it to make sure that what I think needs to be there is there just in case. I feel that. Do you, oh, good. I was beginning to worry about me. I'm like, is that normal? And uh, yeah, I was the kid who I would, I think even when I was living with my parents as a child, would stand there in front of the open refrigerator and I could hear my dad's voice saying, Can you, what do you want? Are you just standing there looking at the refrigerator? I was like, yeah, I am. I really am. Yeah, checking it out. Yeah, just making sure we got what we think we need here. All right, so let's do it. And I think let's, you know, let's, let's make it a game here. We all have our own 10, but we can't repeat any. So 
If one of us says something that's on the other two lists, you got to cross it off and either you can sub or just pass. All right. So uh, it's the regular alphabet today. Brianna. Um, well, I think I'm going to get both of you because my number one is hot dogs. <laughs> oh, gosh, Brianna. Cross it off your list, Natalie. <laughs> I always have a pack of regular hot dogs and a pack of veggie hot dogs in the freezer. All right. And you know what? Since I'm doing the hosting, I'm going to go last. I'm going to jumble up our alphabet. So it's going to be Natalie. It's going to be Brianna, Natalie, Kathy, B and C. Okay. Well, my thing that I always have to have in the fridge is white wine. Um, I always need white wine in the fridge. <laughs> I will add that to my list. Tell me how I didn't write that down. Okay. Mine is eggs. I've got to have eggs and I have to have two dozen eggs. A dozen is not enough. I have to have two dozen eggs and I'm going to put these two together. Sorry. I'm just going to do it. I think that eggs and butter are just like partners. <laughs> butter. I have to have eight sticks of butter. I, okay. There's two people that live in this house. So eggs and butter, they're one item really. All that, right. Those are good things though, because a dozen eggs sometimes isn't enough for the week because you may be baking something or making like an eight egg thing and then you only have four left so that other dozen is a good cushion um but i don't know if you guys know my story about the butter i have an abundance of it in my fridge right now and i've had an abundance of it for months because every time i go to the store i buy butter thinking that we don't have any so it's a good thing to stock up on. <laughs> I do that too. I always, there's always one thing that like I buy week after week after week. And then I have so much of it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I probably have about six pounds of it in my fridge. Hey, it's, it, it'll get eaten sooner or later. It'll, yeah. get, it'll get baked sooner or later, right? <laughs> All right. Brianna, um, back to you. Okay. So my next one is ice. Um, we don't have an ice maker in the fridge. We actually have a like a plug in tabletop ice maker, but we have to transfer the ice from the ice maker into a bucket in our freezer. And I swear it's the one thing where like, if it's gone or if somebody uses the last of it, it's a, a nightmare. Like we both use ice so much, but that's like the second to hot dog necessity in the freezer. <laughs> Ice is essential. All right, Natalie. Um, my next one is seltzer in the fridge. Otherwise, I have no fun drinks and I need a fun drink a day to keep me sane. Definitely, definitely. Okay. And mine is yogurt. Um, we have to have yogurt. And my so I'm giving you all the numbers that are big here. We have to have a dozen yogurts at one time. I am so afraid of running out of yogurt. I don't know what I'm afraid of but I'm afraid of running out of yogurt. So we have about a dozen yogurts in our refrigerator um, almost every day. That's yeah. that's a week's worth for you guys. You know, you can go through, you can really go through things rather quickly. Like you said, with the eggs, mm -hmm. you know, you're eating in as much as we all do now. Um, you can go through things, go through things rather quickly. That's a good tongue twister. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Is this number three? Um, almond milk. I, I don't do dairy. At least we try not to do dairy. Um, but I use almond milk for almost 
everything. And I always make a protein shake with almond milk. So I always have at least two gallons plus some in the fridge every week. Yeah. Gotta have that. That's the way to go. Um, my next one's bananas. We throw our bananas in the freezer if we can't eat them all before they start to go bad. And once the bottom drawer, like shelf on the door of the freezer is full of bananas, I have to make banana bread. So I'm actually at that point this week. So I'll be making banana bread tomorrow. <laughs> I like the, the life cycle of the banana in your house. That's great. <laughs> and it ultimately comes banana bread minus apples and they have to be cut and ready to eat. So we always have um, a sliced apple in the refrigerator cut and ready to eat at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rather healthy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, my next one is tofu. I don't eat tofu often, but I feel like if I don't have it, I want it. So there's always a block of tofu in the fridge, just on the off chance. It may be there for weeks. It may be there for months, but it's there if I need it. Well, that was going to be a question that I asked. I've never had tofu in my refrigerator. <laughs> does it go bad or does it last longer? It, it does last a long time. You can actually freeze it too. Um, I, I froze it one time and it doesn't thaw out as nice once it's frozen because it's so wet. It kind of crystallizes and has a different texture afterwards. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's fermented already. So it lasts a few weeks in the fridge. Got it. All right. Mine are pickles. I need pickles at all times. And if like, cause that's my sneaky snack. Like if I can't figure out what I want, I always have a pickle. It's good. That's a good one. It's a really good snack. That's a good one. Okay. Bread. And okay, so bread is bread, but I'm going to just rattle off. This is the bread collection that we have in our house, in our refrigerator. And the life cycle of bread in our home is it starts in the refrigerator and then it advances to the freezer because, you know, it doesn't ever go bad once it's frozen. So, um, and my bread collection is wheat bread, raisin bread, always have to have raisin bread, white bread, hamburger rolls, hot dog rolls. And Lissio's rolls for those nights when you're having, you know, cheesesteaks or Italian with a good roll. That's how much bread two people have in this house. And I, like literally, if I, just yesterday, we or Sunday, we yesterday was Sunday. Actually, it was Saturday. Saturday, Ed and I went to Lidl and I had to pick up hot, we don't have any hot dogs right now. Surprisingly, that's very surprising, but I had to get the hot dog because I just cannot have them. <laughs> you gotta, I, I don't even match them up. I gotta have them. All right. Good variety of breads. Like that? Yeah. My next one is olives. That reminded me, Natalie, when you said pickles. Um, I love olives so much. I'll take those for a snack. So I, I always have a jar and I don't always have the same type of olives, but there's always olives in there. I do the same thing. I eat them right out of the jar because I'm the only one that likes olives right now in this household. So I can, it's like drinking milk out of the carton. Yeah, you can do oh. it by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that olive jar, Ed doesn't eat olives either. And that was next on my list as well, Brianna. And I just crossed it off and won't touch the olives. So I always know what my inventory of olives is. Yeah. Uh, 
And I like to put them on my fingers to eat them like a little snack. You know? like, yeah, it's just making fun. So All right. <laughs> love that I so I'm being very strategic about this guys like I'm moving things up on my list based on what I think you might be to <laughs> so this was actually at the bottom of my list but I feel like I need to say it because of Kathy's bread I'm so glad you didn't say bagels because I always have bagels in the freezer and the reason is like I feel like every time I go to the grocery store it's always two for whatever two for three two for five so yeah. I always suck up on bagels and I always have to have cream cheese in the fridge because cream cheese is good for so many things. And there's two other things on my list, like with cream cheese that I, when I eat them all, all together, it's a great snack. So. so bagels with cream cheese qualifies for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. you guys, have you ever done this? I, I do this. I love it. Um, those are good things to have in the fridge. Olives, cream cheese and olives. Yeah. No, I want to try that on a toasted bagel oh my golly a lot of people don't know it or don't like it but we kind of grew up on it I did and oh man it's all those things and you have all that in your refrigerator Mm -hmm. always and I think um too I feel like I really like that because there's this pickle dip that I make for like parties and stuff and Mm -hmm. it's like cream cheese and pickles and I feel like that's the same as like cream cheese and olives yeah like halfway there right (laughs) And then you slap it on bread. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> All the day. You know, there is on 420, it's not the Lincoln Avenue part of it. I guess it's the Kedron Avenue up close by Morton where the coffee, it's the coffee station. Mm-hmm. They have on their billboard out front, pickle hoagies. And I keep wanting to go in there and get one. Like literally, is it really a hoagie roll with a variety of pickles and everything else? Might have to go check it out. Or is it a hoagie where the bread is the pickle? Oh, that could that be- would be even better. I mean, I would totally eat both. Yeah. I would like pickles on a sandwich, just like a hoagie roll filled with pickles better. But hey, both sound great. You know, I might have to check that out tomorrow. I'm going to make that my direction for travel. All right. So for me, another one is melty cheese and that's the best way for me to categorize it because it could be any kind of cheese that I know is going to melt for that grilled cheese sandwich so mm-hmm. it could be Velveeta it could be those cheese slices just melty cheese just because it's it's the cheese that melts in a sandwich it's the cheese it's just the cheese you need it's the cheese that you can make salsa dip with you know like heat that up stir it yeah. around. melty cheese Cheese is awesome. Cheese is, I love it. <laughs> My next one is lemon juice because we use lemon for so much. And I actually started buying the jars of fresh lemon juice because we go through too many lemons, like to even count, like they get expensive. So we just buy like that big glass jar of lemon juice. We use them for cocktails. I make a lot of like lemon garlic food. So it's perfect for that that sounds so good I have to go with shredded cheese what does is that is that technically what you said Kathy no that's different than melty cheese okay all right well see I use it as melty cheese I feel like so but I don't like I won't put it on a grilled cheese but I do like nachos in the microwave for like a quick snack or like it's just good for like a handful too (laughs) but I usually have like the five like blend like Mexican variety 
And then I get like the, some sort of Italian variety so that I have versatility in my life. Nice. You can do the nachos or baked ziti. Exactly. (laughs) Or like if we're making pasta and like, you know, we don't, it's like the end of the grocery shopping week. I have cheese that I can stick on into the pasta too. Yeah. And, and you know, when you run out of the time, you go, oh, the Mexican will be just the spider or vice versa. It's trying to just throw it in. No, that my melted, my melty cheese is probably nothing natural at all. I'm pretty sure it's, you know, whatever. Singles. (laughs) Yes. It's the congealed cheese, I think. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm going to go with this one then I'm torn, but I'll get to, I'll get to say either one of them soon. I'm going to throw this one out there. I have what I call my pizza kit. So one of our knitters, Gail, brought this to me. Oh, I can't remember exactly when, but she brought it to me. So I always have this like flatbread crust in the refrigerator. She brought me the olive oil and the Italian seasoning. That's not in the refrigerator. And then Natalie, it is the Italian cheese blend, the pizza sauce. Now she brought me Rao's, which is really good, or Rao's, however you say that. Mm -hmm. I've been getting the less expensive. And, uh, and pepperoni. So that's, I call it my pizza kit. So I know that's a lot that I'm telling you, like, but I think of it as one item, pizza <laughs> kit. And it is, it's, I don't like, like, we still do pizza every Friday night, but we are um, pretty much, this is our pizza now. It's really yeah. That's so fun. It really is. It's fun. It's easy. It comes out of the oven. It's hot. And yeah. what I really like is I can control the amount of um, tomato sauce that I put on there because I have to really limit that and uh, the amount of cheese. So if I'm feeling like, oh, I walked 10,000 steps today, it's extra cheese. Mm-hmm. But we never control the pepperoni. It's always a lot of pepperoni. <laughs> pepperoni right. is just good for the soul. <laughs> it is. It is. It's so much fun to make your own pizza. It is. It's just, it is. It's kind of like, I did that. I did that. <laughs> All right. Another one, Brianna. My next one is pierogies. Now, they're almost never homemade ones in the freezer. It's, it's usually Mrs. T's, but uh, every, you know, so often I buy the family size bag of Mrs. T's pierogies. And that's like our, I don't feel like making dinner. What the heck do we eat meal? So sometimes once a week we're eating pierogies, but they're so good. That's, that's a great, like, throw it together you can do whatever you want with um meal yeah and I love that meal winter spring summer and fall because I'll put like a big well we don't have that anymore but I put like a big salad with it a fresh oh yeah it's great Mm -hmm. pierogies are like I don't whoever invented them like the person that first decided to put all of those things together is a genius you've got a pasta type dough with potatoes and sour cream, like whole, like Holy Trinity, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so here's a quick little pierogi thing too. So as we're talking about them, so Pittsburgh, anybody listening from Pittsburgh, and you guys probably know this, Pittsburgh has a, you know, a population, a culture of population that really does a lot of the German foods, pierogies being one of them. And at their baseball games at the, um, the Pirates baseball games, they have a pierogi race. So there's three pierogies that come out in costumes and they race around the perimeter of the bases. And it's just 
It is so fun. I mean, they're like the perfect food. They're the perfect entertainment. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's fun that they are in costumes. Like it's not just like a, like on the jumbotron. They're out there on the field. They're literally on the field in their pierogies and they run the bases. Yeah. That's that's awesome. (laughs) I love it. My next one is salsa. I'm a little bit of a salsa addict and I don't discriminate. I go for any type, but if I'm going, so if I go to Trader Joe's for the grocery shopping, I get their mild salsa, which is like almost a little bit more of like a pico de gallo. But um, if I'm going to the regular grocery store, like today, I just picked up Tostitos and I will go through a whole jar. Like I I live for salsa. (laughs) I think if we looked at each other's refrigerators right now, we'd probably all have pretty similar food. Uh, That's pretty crazy because I'm like, I have that too, but I didn't put it on my list. Um, (laughs) All right. So Brilliant. I had just shouted this down when you mentioned the lemon juice, crushed garlic. So I used to get fresh garlic, but I, I didn't realize that like when I had time to cook a little bit more and I was like, okay, I keep throwing the garlic away because it does, you know, turn. Yeah. So when I started to get the jar of the crushed uh, garlic, cause I, we eat the garlic. We don't just, you know, season with it, cook with it. We actually eat the garlic and so I always have, beside the lemon juice, I do have the crushed garlic as well. Nice. Yeah. It's got to have garlic. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next one is Impossible Meat. So Impossible is a, a plant-based brand and they make burgers and all that nonsense, but they also make like ground meat that comes frozen and it's so versatile. We use it for most meals because I'm a vegetarian and John eats whatever I cook um whatever we cook because he does help um but you can add whatever seasonings you want to it and it cooks up just like meat you would never be able to tell um that it's not like real ground beef but it's so good every time I'm at the grocery store I buy one just to like replace the one that we used gotta have one at all times mm-hmm. right Natalie Mine has breakfast sausage, which I know isn't good for you, um, but I need to be within like 30 feet of a breakfast sandwich at all times. So <laughs> I always keep that stocked. It's like an emotional support thing for me. <laughs> I love it. Breakfast Bagel. sausage is really good though. The flavor of it. Cause it's like, it's not regular sausage. It's sweeter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get the Vermont maple ones, Ooh. which, you know, just adds a little bit of something, but you know, like I've got bagels in the freezer. I've got the breakfast sausage and we have always, always have eggs. So when we're in a pinch and like, if I want something bigger for breakfast and like yogurt and a granola bar, I do breakfast sandwiches. And of course, as we all know, breakfast for dinner is like one of the best things in the whole oh. world for your yes. to enjoy what you're eating. Oh, breakfast is amazing. That's, that's probably one of the, I like every meal, but breakfast is probably one of the best. All right. And for me, it is ice cream or novelties. Um, yeah, we, we are definitely um, ice cream people. So we typically have two half gallons of ice cream. So we have a choice, but then this summer I've really gotten hooked on the novelty. So like the little popsicles or ice cream, we got ice cream sandwiches the other day. Yeah. So yeah. We're definitely um, ice cream. That's All like right. the perfect amount, like the little um, bars and stuff that you can get. It's like the perfect treat. Have you noticed this trend this year in the grocery stores that many people are doing the smaller size? Like it literally is probably 
only about a three inch popsicle. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, they're more than two bites, but we've done that where we'll have one and we'll look like, well, let's have another one later on. Or we just stick with one, but we will give ourselves permission to have two, which is like the equivalent of one. But I love the trend of the smaller novelty. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. We do that too, Kat. We get the um the ones at Trader Joe's, they're called the hold the cone um ice cream cones. And they're like the three inch ones. It's their version of that. And what's nice about it, I think, is the psychology of what you were just saying. Like, I'm allowed to have a second one later. You feel like you're getting more out of it. I feel like mm-hmm. it's just, I, I don't know. They're just like refreshing and like, I, I don't feel bad about it. It's, you know, one of those things that's just fun to have around the house. <laughs> yeah. It, the portion is, the, is huge. Definitely that little thing. All right. Well, I have exhausted my list. I don't know where we are. Did I run out I think we're on number eight I only I haven't run out actually I'm like the weird one I've been having a weird vegetarian things in my I've been adding to my list as we're going along because I was like nervous (laughs) racking my brain um well I'll should we do like can we do one more round because I have one sure yeah absolutely absolutely I Speaking of desserts, I always have pie dough in my freezer and it's dough that I've made. So every once in a while, I will make like a double quadruple batch of pie dough and just like break it up into single serving, like to fill a pie dish and wrap them in plastic wrap and foil, date them all. And then if I want a dessert, we make pie over the weekend. And that's what we do. And then when we run out of pie doughs, uh, we just make more pie dough. <laughs> I love it, Brianna. Oh my goodness. Pie I went a really long time because pie is one of my favorite types of desserts. Like if you gave me the option between ice cream and pie, and I love ice cream, I will always pick pie, no matter what kind of pie it is. And I went a long time without pie because like stores don't really make them that well. And like other people don't really make pies. I'm like, we have to make our own pie. So we do. It's great. Love it. I feel like it's the forgotten dessert as you're talking about this. And I love pie. If you offered me cake or pie, I would probably go with pie. Yeah. I need my own pie. But it feels like to me that until it becomes like, um, it becomes like the colder weather, like Thanksgiving, we start to think about pies. It yeah. feels like this is forgotten dessert and they're wonderful all year. I'll bake a pie in the dead of summer because if it's a, it, you can make a cold pie. You just have to bake the shell. But once that's baked and cooled, you fill it with cold stuff and you've refrigerated and it's a great summer pie perfect all right I love it (laughs) I have one more too um mine is parmesan which I know I already said cheese but in addition to my shredded cheese stock I have um typically the shaky parmesan in the fridge because that's just really good on certain pastas and in certain meals like last night we did um it was like zucchini and a little bit of chicken breast and some tortellinis so Mm -hmm. I did some shaky parmesan right on top but I also always have like a legit block of parmesan because I recently got a micro what's it called a micro grater Mm. and I just think that thing is so freaking cool so I I legitimately stock fresh parmesan first of all because it's amazing second of all because I get such a kick out of using the micro grater 
So I, on. Did, I just did that to a whole like half pound block of Parmesan. I used my micro grater to do it and it comes out so nice and it actually cooks so well. Like it melts perfectly on top of food. It mixes in great. It's awesome. So much like it's light and airy. I feel like. Yeah. Because shaky parm, which we always have that in our fridge too. Which, and again, that little shake of it on something is just enough. Um, but it doesn't always give me that melty factor. Whereas the real parm, oh yeah. Like when you go, well, for, we've never had the real parm in our house, the real parmesan in our house. But like when you go to a restaurant and they shave it onto your meal and you're like, yeah. oh, it doesn't mind do that out of the shaky can, but the flavor is always good. Yeah. All right. So here's something else we have. We have waffles, frozen waffles. There you go. Because again, breakfast, which could be dinner, or waffles with ice cream. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That sounds awesome. They're the round waffles, like the Eggo waffles, but we yeah. have the brand that they have to be round. So waffles. <laughs> Love that. That's a great thing to have in the freezer. All right. When we're round, or are we uh I think I have another one, but we don't I have do too. I have another one. Okay. Um, so my, my last one, I guess, is fro fresh frozen pasta. Um, I, I don't know. This has been like a new thing at the grocery store lately. They have a whole section of fresh frozen pasta. And like some of them are like cheese tortellini, butternut squash ravioli, or just like fettuccine that's made fresh and frozen. It is so good. It's so much better than box pasta. Um, I try not to buy a lot of it cause we could just eat pasta every day. Um, but it is the best kind of pasta that I have found. Very cool. I love that. That sounds amazing. I just do the, um, I did the store brand tortellini last night. That's frozen, okay. but, um, I'm going to try that out next time, Brianna. Cause I always am just looking for the cheapest. I need to invest in some nice pasta. <laughs> it's not uh, that much more than like the box or, you know, gorilla pasta. Um, I don't even know, like some of the brands are local companies that just sell to the grocery store. They're really good. Scaramuzas, is that one of the names? Yeah. That's, that's, awesome. that's a big one around. Here. I feel like. Um, Gitanos. Did we just freeze? No. Um, but oh, yeah. My back guys, I think I froze for a minute there. Oh yeah, you're good now. Okay, okay, good. Sorry. <laughs> my 10th one is chocolate chips. I keep them in the door of my freezer at all times. Wait, like actual cookies? No, just chocolate chips. The mini oh, chocolate chips. Chocolate chips. Oh, okay. Me too. Same place on the freezer door, mini chocolate chips. Oh my gosh. They're the best. But okay. So my 10th one is going to be carrots. We tend to always have carrots because then either raw or cooked or with onion dip, I don't feel too guilty. So carrots is something we always have. You're ending us on a super healthy note, Kathy. <laughs> Let's go back to the chocolate chips, please. No. <laughs> no. It's pretty interesting that we have very similar taste I think and what we have in our refrigerator freezer yeah we were able to name a lot of stuff though we were. and even you know, some of the things that we each name are like oh yeah I have salsa oh yeah I have that oh yeah I have the lemon juice in the bottle so 
we just think alike. All right. Well, that was fun. So hopefully we've given our listeners some ideas of some things to put into their refrigerator or freezers. And, you know, right now I'm just going to shout this out. This would be a great time to say, please let us know what's in your refrigerator or freezer. We would love that. Yeah. Fact, if we get one email this week, okay, I'm going to put this out there. If we get one email this week from one of our listeners, the first one that we get, I am personally going to write you a note and include the winning lottery ticket in it. How's that? All right. Does that mean so you nice. want to reply and tell us what's in your refrigerator? Please? I like it. I <laughs> might reply and tell you what's in my refrigerator again. It's going to be the winner. <laughs> We're up to bribes now. Can we bribe you to send us an email, please? <laughs> All right. Well, let's do this. And speaking of food, let's move on. So dinner, what did you have for dinner tonight? Or what will be for dinner tonight? Oh boy, I ate dinner before we started recording and I ate a lot, <laughs> but um, I made a mac and cheese with Mexican meat in it. <laughs> I don't, it's like a mac and beef, but vegetarian. Um, and it was actually two separate things that I mashed together. Like I had made two separate dishes and I just ended up making mac and beef and um, chicken patties because I didn't have enough of the mac to really make like a meal for both of us. So we had that with chicken, <laughs> but it was delicious. It was great. Okay, it works. That sounds amazing. All comfort. All right. Now. Um, we're doing a kale salad tonight with um, leftover chicken that I made last night and peaches and strawberries oh wow it's grocery shop day it's monday yeah you gotta put some of that parmesan in there i'm gonna put so i actually bought feta oh yeah the recipe calls for goat cheese but i don't like goat cheese so feta cheese is the next best thing if you don't like goat cheese yeah and it's actually so i always also keep feta in my cheese drawer Mm -hmm. um <laughs> uh just like sprinkle feta because when we make salads throughout the week for lunch and stuff it's just easiest to put on a salad I feel like so yeah definitely that okay. sounds great oh it sounds really good and are the peaches fresh or are they canned peaches I just bought them today they're fresh so I'm going to cut those up wow sounds happy. good all right well I wanted to step up a little bit here because Natalie you inspire me on this Brianna you do too so tonight we had my favorite crock pot dinner, which is the pork roast with apples and onions. And then it's mm. covered with the applesauce. And literally this morning, I was like, I got to get this in the, in the crock pot early today because I had a busy day. And it, in five minutes, I timed myself five minutes from refrigerator to crock pot. My dinner was cooking. So and nice. we had, and it was good. So, all right, then let's do this. Do we have any uh, podcast shout outs today? I don't. I don't have anything new. I'm actually in a podcast rut right now. So if anybody could let us know what they're listening to, that'd be great. Here's a second bribe. <laughs> <laughs> and Brianna will send you the winning lottery ticket. I'll send you a free something. <laughs> Natalie, do you have one? So I started listening to one um, that sounded interesting. Vogue Knitting actually posted it on their Instagram a while back, but it's called Knit a Spell. And it's this woman who is a knitter and um, her friend is a palm reader. Um, and it's like magic and knitting. It's decent. I've only listened to one episode, so I can't really necessarily recommend it. But that's what I've been kind of putting, 
put stepping my toe into, I guess, is the, kind of interesting. It's a good, so it's like about making, but like how making across different types of crafts mm-hmm. is because like they, it's a craft, you know. So it, it was, it's interesting. It's fun. That is interesting. And I love that term, the makers. Like we, we make things. We are people who make things, which is really cool. All right. I do have a podcast shout out this week. And a little bit of me is in a rut, but I, again, it's the weekly walk. I hope she listens to us or he and she, um, because I just love them. And this week, the one really spoke to me. It's episode 175 and it was Let's Celebrate Books. Mm-hmm. So they did a really great chat on that. And then they talked about fiction and nonfiction. And I came home and I listened to it again because I wanted to write down the books. So the two books they gave, they each gave four book recommendations, Eric and the woman. I can't think of her name right now. Um, so The Outliers and Effortless um, make it easier to do what matters. So I ordered both of those books from the Delaware County Library System. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pick one of them up tomorrow. So it was a good listen and it gave me some, um, it gave me something to look into and get to read. So that's my shout out. Nice. Weekly walk of the 170. Yeah. All right. So one more thing though about our libraries, Ed and I, yesterday, we borrowed, the Delaware County Library System has museum passes. Mm-hmm. Libraries and meeting. And we borrowed the one to go to the Philadelphia, I'm not gonna get the name right, um magic garden right yes yeah i saw your pictures that is that i love that place i've never been before well borrow the passes from the library so you you your entrance is free and it was really cool and it was sunday in philly so you park for free on the street i mean we literally had this great outing and it didn't cost us anything but it was really cool it was fun so the library is amazing yeah it's a, especially the Delaware County Library. It's a really good system. We're really fortunate. They have free passes for a lot of stuff, like huge museums, like um, the Museum of Natural History. And sometimes they have like zoo passes and Franklin Institute passes too. Yeah, they you are. You know what I learned about libraries recently too? A lot of them do tool rentals, which I had never heard of that. And you like if you are missing a tool and you're trying to put something together, like or if you've just moved and you ha- you don't want to go to Home Depot and spend a lot of money, you can rent tools from your library. Really, isn't that nuts? I saw a TikTok about it, and I w- my mind was blown. You can 3D print at a lot of libraries. Like there's so many resources I had no idea existed. Wow, really, really cool. So with all that library talk, what's new for you gals? Well. <laughs> <laughs> <No. Okay. laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we're just you know getting ready and gearing up for classes we just sent on our first round of uh pick your materials emails so we're ready for yarn and um it's really exciting but there's still some room for enrollment so if you're still interested in taking a class you can just visit our site at rootsknitting.com and um enroll in something we'll send you an email about yarn <laughs> yeah make sure you do it soon though because Classes are coming up very fast. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It just creeps up so fast. And as much as I love this time of year when we start to roll into that back to school season, you want to just slow down just a little bit mm-hmm. to be ready for back to school, to be ready to be enrolled in those classes and have your supply. So it's it's kind of a push pull, like let's get there, but give me a little more time to get ready. So it's yeah. good. all right. 
All right, any other news? I think that's it. Okay, well, I'm gonna whisper this then. So our next, this was episode 130 that we recorded this evening. And next week we'll record 131. Are we able to be together next week? Yeah. Yep. Okay, perfect. And it's gonna be back to school and this is the topic. So we get to think about it. What do we need to teach or learn in our schools? Why and what are the benefits? So it's kind of a deep topic. Oh, right. There's a lot of things that are, have been removed from school curriculums. Maybe that's good. So think about that. So what do we need to be teaching and learning in our schools? I like that. I like it. <laughs> okay. So I think that's everything. Did we do it all? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then let's wrap it up now. So we would love to hear from you and invite you to join us. You know that. Invite you to join us on a, um, to be a guest host with us on a future podcast. And we promise you, there is no work. We just want you to be with us. So please email. The email addresses will be for Roots and for Kathy Finley-Nitz. It'll be in the podcast notes. Just take a look there and send us that email. First email we get, whether you are telling us what's in your refrigerator or saying, please let me be on that show with you. You will get a note from me with the winning lottery ticket. All right. And enough about that. So if you did like our show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform, House of the Word, so more people can find us. So hopefully you finished your drink, your knitting, your crocheting, your walk, because it is now time for us to bind off. Thank you for listening. 